Hi everybody, Ross here, and this is episode 13 of The Streak Podcast. This episode really is an audio experiment, as I'm trying to see how quick I can write, record, edit and post something. I really want to improve my workflow, so I can do loads more and better episodes in the future. In fact, I've got at least 20 episodes half-finished that I want to start publishing in the school holidays, which starts at the end of this week. This is also definitely a visual episode. You'll have to go to thestreetpodcast.com forward slash podcast forward slash 13 to understand what I'm talking about. That is a set of 10 triathlete magazine postcards, or as the order form published in the January and February 1989 issue of Triathlete France suggests, la meilleure façon d'écrire, the best way to write. I picked the postcards up on eBay in 2021 from an anonymous person formerly involved in triathlon media and imports. He also helped me with TSP5, UK Triathlon Magazines, 1986 to 1990. You could order the postcards from Triathlete for 20 French francs. That was about two British pounds. I'd previously owned a set, and although the order form that you can see in the show notes is from Triathlete France, I ordered mine via a 1989 copy of Triathlete UK. The postcards depict mainly triathlons in France, Nice, Avignon, Salonche, Nantes and Lyon, as well as two photos from the 1988 European Middle Distance Championships in Stein, the Netherlands. In the show notes, I've also linked to the full race reports of those races when I have them in my archive. The images really capture the triathlon aesthetics of the day. France is, in my opinion, the best country in the world to be a triathlete, and is still a unique place to go and race. You have to do it one day, but make sure you get off the beaten track, to races still organised by clubs and small towns. So let's look at what's depicted on the postcards. The first postcard shows some athletes walking through an aid station at the 1988 Nice Triathlon. Most have made a full costume change from bike to run, and it looks like a pretty hot day on the Promenade des Anglais. We can see a Nike vest in the teal and charcoal colourway, and I'm not a sunglasses expert, but are those Oakley factory pilots on number 703? Postcard 2 is pre-race in Nice in 1988, in the super long transition. I've got a Nice special episode coming out soon, with my brother as co-host, We talk a lot about that famously unfair Nice transition area. Postcard 3 shows athletes jumping in the water in Stein for the 1988 European Middle Distance Championships. The athlete in the foreground is wearing a sleeveless blue, mauve and yellow Aquaman wetsuit. When did wetsuits all become black? Aquaman started producing triathlon-specific suits in 1984. Sleeved suits were allowed by the European Triathlon Union starting in 1987, and you can see some in the photo. Personally, I still prefer sleeveless. The image on postcard 4 is also from Stein. We're looking through a rainbow created by the Swimexic shower spray, I think. You don't really see these overhead shower gantries at races anymore. Postcard 5 shows Georges Belobre at the 1986 Coupe de France in Lyon. This was the first edition of La Coupe. 
La Coupe de France was the final counting race in the season-long French Championship points chase. In 1986 and 1987, you raced purely as an individual, but from 1988 onwards, team elements were introduced. For 1980s English football fans, the French Championship was the Division I title, while La Coupe de France was the FA Cup. They were kind of connected via the point system, but also important standalone events, worth winning by the ambitious French triathlete of the day. The race took place on the 7th of September 1986, over the B distance, which was something like 2 kilometers, 75 kilometers, 18 kilometers. Georges was probably the best French male triathlete in the early and mid-1980s. There's lots to unpack in the photo. The non-protective helmet, the handlebar-mounted water bottle cage, the Nike Poissy kit, and of course, Georges' descending technique. Georges actually won the race in Lyon at age 43, with Yves Cordier second and Laurent Bocquier third. Fourth was Rodolphe von Berg the dad of current long-distance pro triathlete Rudy von Berg. Fifth was Glenn Davis from New Zealand, an athlete I know nothing about, but Triathlete Magazine describes him as gentil, kind. Postcard 6 shows a cool running and diving start in the town of Salonche at the 1986 Triathlon International du Mont Blanc. You can see plenty of mountains in the background. The distances were 1.5 kilometers, 46 kilometers, 13.9 kilometers, and the course was hilly. I wonder what the temperature of the water was. Postcard 7 shows a swimmer running to transition and a cyclist exiting at the 1986 Avignon Triathlon. The shot is taken from a temporary bridge erected over the course. Check out the race report that I've linked to in the show notes. The bridge is seemingly dangerously overloaded with journalists and spectators. Postcard 8 has another image from Nice in 1988 of an athlete shading their eyes and looking down the beach, maybe assessing his tactics for the impending fast and physical swim start. Postcard 9, another 1988 Nice photo. This time it's a pre-drone aerial shot of two cyclists riding Yes, riding out of transition. The photo on postcard 10 is taken at the second Coupe de France race of 1986, this time in Nantes, two weeks after Lyon, and over the A distance, which was 1 kilometre, 40 kilometres, 12 kilometres. And the race was won by Georges Belobre. I don't know who the athlete on the postcard is, but he looks pretty fatigued as he kind of stumbles forward just after getting a sponge. He's wearing the classic Lecoq Sportif tri-suit of the day in the grey with yellow sides colourway. There were plenty of other designs. Erin Baker wore the pink with blue sides during her 1986 European campaign. Lecoq was the dominant triathlon textile brand of the mid-1980s. In 1986 and 1987, They even sponsored a European race series called Le Circuit International Arena Le Coq Sportif. Again, more on that in future episodes. Show notes for this episode can be found at thestreakpodcast.com forward slash podcast forward slash 13. There you can see the 10 postcards and the order form in French. 
You can also click the links to see the full race reports for the events featured on the postcards. As always, if you've got a question, a correction, some extra historical information, or just want to say hi, you can email me at thestreetpodcast at gmail.com.